0: to fix it, fix it, but I want my money, period, like I was livid, I'm like this is insanity that we're even having this conversation and while we're having this conversation, flight prices are going up and flights that I wanted to book are now gone.
1: Welcome back to the Trapset Seth Podcast, we are your hosts Kim and Aaron. and in this episode, wow, I just realized this is our last episode from Bali. Oh
0: my gosh, bittersweet. Like, I'm sad to leave Ubud. Like, I've loved our time here in Bali, but I'm also, like, ready to get the F out of here and go to, back to the U.S. Of
1: okay, so, um...
0: Basically, on this but, episode, we're just going to talk about the shit show that is our life. Wow. Just kidding. That's
1: pretty dramatic. No, I mean, <laughs> I, wow. I don't even know where to start with that. So, it's, obviously... Okay,
0: our life is not a shit show, but the last couple of days have been enough to drive me bonkers.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think, well, number one, we are Kim and Aaron. We are the hosts of this show. We are healthcare travelers, entrepreneurs, and currently in Bali, heading back to the U.S. We've been out of the country for... Three and a half.
0: Well, since?
1: Since April 15th.
0: April 15th, May, June, July. Yeah, so on August 15th, it will be almost four months. So, like, we get home on the 11th. So, yeah, basically almost four months. Holy pooparooey!
1: Yeah, and on this podcast we talk about the lifestyle of being a healthcare traveler, kind of like our stories of, of contracts and traveling abroad. And we got some really cool things coming for this podcast in the future that we're really, really excited about—very near future.
0: Yeah, as soon as we get home and get settled. Yeah, <laughs> I know, bro. Okay, so let's let's kick it off. Flight crew, please prepare for a departure. First of all, Aaron, uh, we're actively... Okay, so we literally just got off a live stream.
1: Well, I was going to say too, if you listen to the last episode, the last episode we talked about getting contracts together Okay. and the fact that we were going through this process.
0: Okay, and I think we talked about Colorado.
1: I, I don't know if we did or not, but basically there was a job for both of us in Colorado and it is a place that we have always wanted to go. So in 10 years of traveling... I think there's only been maybe one time that Kim and I have been super locked in on a contract that it had to work. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we've just been like, ah,
0: wherever. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll just
1: go. Oh, this sounds good. Let's go there. Like, this time we were, we were fucking in. Like, locked We in. were in.
0: And we even, like, we went to dinner last night. And here's the thing, too. Like, it's the, the Boulder area. And we have always thought that maybe if we settled down like that would be a place that we would end up right permanent because we love the vibe the mountains just the food just the whole energy of colorado so we thought gosh like if we could take a contract and see what is it really like cuz we haven't spent more than a week there like actually see what it's really like we could walk away from that being like yes like i could see ourselves living here or not And so we became very fixated with taking a contract in that area.
1: Well, and obviously for anybody that knows us well or has been listening to this podcast or has followed us on our uh, Facebook group or or anywhere, right? Instagram, you know, the power and the magnitude of the fact that Kim and I actually said the words, this is where we could settle. Like that hasn't that hasn't come up in 10 years.
0: Uh, No, like. That, I couldn't even think of it. I used to
1: run from that conversation. Like, oh, no, God, no.
0: Yeah, my throat would like close up. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, no interest in selling or S- selling. <laughs> selling, no interest in settling down. Just not there yet. Not there yet. Not there yet. And I feel like we're finally at a place where we are getting there. Like we're not there yet, but we're on the journey to find mm-hmm. that. And so it seemed like such a great opportunity to be able to spend some time there and, and really see what it was like. And so... Long story short, I had an inn in Boulder and potentially can take a contract there, but it's a lower paying contract. And so both of us would need to work. And also, we both wanted to work because we want to make a shit ton of money and like save money. Aaron became obsessed with this Lafayette job because they're right next to each other and it was a high paying job. So we became. With an
1: amazing shift.
0: With an amazing shift. Oh my
1: God, four nines. I know
0: in the area we want to be in our backpack prototyper is there we have friends in denver like it was this whole this whole vibe and like i was saying even last night we went to dinner and we were talking about it and we we're like you know when you could just feel something like you there's some things that you kind of want to happen but you can't click into it you can't envision it it feels kind of like you kind of know i don't think it's going to happen because you can't you can't feel it right mm-hmm. In th- this particular situation of us being in in Boulder in that area, I could really feel that. I could see it almost like it felt like a vision. Like it was like this is going to happen. Like I saw us with our windows open and it was cold and it was fall and we were watching football, which Aaron got like a huge heart on. He's like, "Wait, what? College or pro? Like, what are we watching?" And I'm like,
1: "She said both." both. <laughs> Oh, it was like my dream come true.
0: Yeah, he was like touching himself in the corner, like (laughs) thinking about it. But like I could see that and feel that and like us in the mountains and going for a hike and meeting our friends for dinner. And it was, it was more than just, oh yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to go there. It was, it was that, that embodiment of the feeling behind it of like, I can legit. I can see it. This is going to happen. And even last night we said, if this doesn't work out, we're going to be shooketh. Yeah. Like I'll be shocked. So that's how we ended it last night. We're like, we're, we're, yeah. right, like, And then also, our best. also
1: the cool thing. I was just, I still am right. Like this community of people that, that we have like on social, just all around, right. The community that we have, that we, we communicate with literally is just, it's such an amazing community. I love it so much. And the fact like, somebody reached out uh cat and brad reached out on instagram and was like cat said hey my husband just finished there it was his favorite contract he'll call the manager for you and that was supposed to happen today right so i was like oh i have an in it's in the bag it's in the bag like game over right so that's kind of where i was at
0: before, Until we went on before, our live show. Before
1: nine a.m. this morning. We
0: were literally like packing a U-Haul and like moving to freaking Boulder last night. Like that 100%. was I and mean, we did have a couple of martinis and I'm a little hungover, not gonna <laughs> lie. I didn't drink enough water. Uh, but like we were we were all in, we had a plan. This was it. This was happening. Oh, yeah. So fast forward this morning. Oh well, we're recording this. It's Thursday. Right. Uh Thursday morning, so it's like Wednesday last night. And so we were doing a live stream and we were talking about finding a contract together, all of the things. And this bitch, no, I'm just <laughs> no. kidding. <laughs> she, <laughs> no, this girl, uh, Lee, who Aaron actually worked with before at Emory is on. And she's like, hey, guys, it's my first time doing you live. I'm so excited. I'm getting ready to head to Colorado next week. For a contract,
1: and I'm like Lee. Where are you going in Colorado? And I thought it was Lee from Emory, but I wasn't sure because the you know the the names are so small on the comments and and the picture. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. And she was like, Lafayette, and literally like. And then Kim was like, well, maybe she's like Echo. And I was like, no, I know that's Lee. And then she said, I R, and literally it was like. A donkey punching me in the chest and I'm live
0: live. on
1: Facebook and I know Lee and I know I don't want to like make her feel bad but I'm also like flooded with emotions like I almost broke down and started crying like it was that feeling of just like complete letdown and my brain was started doing its thing that it does where it's just like (laughs) Figuring out, like, is this off the table? Is she wrong? Is, like, how can I still work this out? Is this dead in the water? Like, we're not going, like. And
0: and on and he's going through all his feels and emotions, like, literally crying in the corner. I was not. While we're teaching a live stream. Like, while we're live. And I'm, like, trying to hold it down and, like, okay, like, bring it back, Bobby. Bring it back. Well, on
1: top of that, then, like, I go to share, like, The one thing I was excited about, no clue what I was talking about. And Kim's like, uh, we haven't even got to that yet. (laughs) Like I literally just reverted to like trying to say something to where Lee actually wrote in, Hey guys, we'll talk after just keep going. Yeah. Cause I'm like,
0: it was a shit show. I was like, Oh my God. But I knew you were completely taken out and obviously, so basically, yeah, the job that we thought Aaron had a really high chance of getting, she was taking it. Um, so that we knew the job was gone at that point. And so if we weren't live, we would have talked it out and worked through, it. but like we're live. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew you were like going through it and processing it and you were upset and all of that. And
1: well, for uh, anybody that knows us, and one reason why I do want to start doing this podcast with like video is just because like one, Kim and I are very animated and two, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Actually. On my on both sleeves, on my legs, on my face, on on my on my forehead, literally with a flashing billboard, New York billboard. So it is very visible how I started the pot, like started the live to where when I found out, like my face, my demeanor.
0: He was like fuming.
1: Oh, dude! Like she wrote, I feel bad, and he was like, shut up. Yeah shut your
0: mouth
1: shut your mouth <laughs> shut your mouth i'm gonna tell him how bad you are no i'm oh just joking gosh. joking joking no was, she's yeah. phenomenal
0: it was so funny so okay so that happened we get off the live stream and you know obviously we're disappointed because we really thought 100 percent it was going to work out so we have to like go through the emotions of kind of like grieving something we really thought was going to happen but then as we were talking through it we're like okay Again, there was still something something in me and I know in you because we talked about it, like that feels like it's still not dead. It's still not done. Like us being in Colorado, I'm still I'm like no, like I, I don't know. it doesn't it's not even uh, the manager that I've been uh, had the contact with in Boulder that basically I was kind of like this job is mine if I want it. I have emailed her twice and still haven't heard back okay so i'm kind of like uh where is she it's it's like crickets over here but even with all of that there's still something in me that i feel like no i i think it's gonna work out i don't know if it's going to well i
1: would say obviously obviously can i
0: just say this one thing and then you can it may not look how we thought it was gonna look but i'm saying the dream of colorado i feel like isn't dead it just might look differently than what we thought
1: totally but i also think like if, if something happens with your contract, then to me it's like, okay, it's not, the timing is again off, right? But if you still have that contract locked in, I still think it's on the table, it's just gonna look different. Because the Lafayette job, they have currently two travelers there. So they use travelers a lot, which means one of them is going to leave in the time frame of your contract. Mm-hmm. Which means I could pick up, you could extend. <laughs> So it's, it's still a possibility, but that becomes a bigger risk instead well, of taking a definite.
0: Right. And that, so that's kind of the next decision we now have to make, which, again, um, if you are not, definitely follow us on Instagram at Kim and Erin G. Because we're doing this whole vlog uh, style type thing on our reels where we're sharing everything that's going on, like, in real time as we're going through it, processing it. So make sure to follow along because... We don't know what's next, but the next step for us is now figuring out. Okay, should I go ahead and still move forward with the job? Which, you know, there's many times that we take jobs separate. Like I work Aaron's off, Aaron works I'm off. Like that's very normal. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. I would probably go ahead and just move forward with the job regardless, but. The issue is because this job is a lower bill rate and Boulder is one of the most expensive places you can live, so housing, all of that, for us, it's like uh, it, the money part of it. Of uh, We wouldn't really be able to save. Yes, we'd be getting to live in Boulder and yes, we, would you know, get that experience. And I hear really good things about the hospital itself. It feels like it would be a really good fit for me, but we wouldn't be able to save and that's one of our big goals that we want to be saving money so both of us would really have to work in order for this to work and for us to save money so then the question then becomes do i take the job if if it's still available right if, if she gets back to me or or do so do i take the job in the hopes Mm -hmm. that, okay, something will open up. So maybe Lafayette will open up in a month. Maybe something will pop up in Denver or Aurora or other places around there for you, and it won't happen right away, which is totally fine if we know something will open up down the road, but there's just no guarantee. So that's kind of where we're at now of having to make that decision. Is it worth moving forward? Because what if nothing does pop up and then we're just living in Boulder on the struggle bus with financially,
1: well, I don't think we would ever be on the struggle bus. I, I think mean not you and being I, able to save money. Again, and again, when Kim and I say save money, like we've just gotten so used to making such good money and our bills are so low that we pocket lots of money. Yeah. So if we can't do that, it feels less than.
0: Right. Well, and just to put a little context around it without getting into it because we'll save it for another time, but you know, one of our goals, and it's been a goal before, but we kind of put a pin in it while we were building Travcess and the backpacks because we had to invest a lot of money into that, and and that kind of took priority over everything. But now that we've kind of built the foundation around that, what our focus is again is now being able to buy our own place. And whether that is, you know, somewhere that could be an investment property or some whatever, we want our own place that we can put our stuff in a place we always go back to that's ours so that has become one of our main priorities and so we want to save a lot of money quickly so we can have our big down payment yes so that's a big focus so that goes into like the whole both of us working
1: right and I also you know there's personal things there with like I turned 40 in, in, you know seven days and so There's, like, I want to be settled. I don't want to wait five years to be settled. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I want to try to move as fast as possible towards this goal.
0: Well, and that's the beauty of, you know, healthcare traveling is, is the fact that you and I could be like, okay, if we bust our ass and we both work for X amount of months or whatever it ends up looking like, we can save a shit ton of money very quickly in a matter like in this, in a short amount of time that would normally take us years Correct. to be able to save that kind of money. So again, it's just incredible that we can use, you know, contracts to our advantage to really help fuel our goals and our dreams in a much at a much much faster pace. Totally. So that's one of our goals. So, anyways, without going into a tangent, that's why we both want to be working, and so we really have to evaluate too because there's a lot of other jobs out there that are very high paying that we can lock in. And so we're in the process of starting to explore. Do we kind of go that route or do we push for the Colorado thing? I don't know. Stay tuned. Follow on Instagram. Let's yeah. we'll figure well, it out. And
1: I think that leads into there was also that feeling that Colorado was a sure thing. And with that being said, the fact of going home was even more exciting right because it was like okay we're going home and by the time we get home these Colorado jobs will be locked in yeah. we're going to drive there and it's going to be a fun road trip and i can't wait to get there and i just want to get to florida and then pack up and go because i want to be in colorado yeah and so it kind of made that whole process
0: even more exciting fine.
1: but it is this is the story we wanted to tell because this is insane okay can i
0: just say too that my vision of us in Colorado watching football, eating wings...
1: It's so exciting.
0: Like, the whole kit and caboodle. I even was wearing a cashmere sweatshirt and pants set. Like, I went that far because I'm obsessed with wanting to get one of those. So, like, for Christmas maybe. Like, I'm obsessed with... the full Kara on. was wearing one. And it's like, I've never had anything... Like cashmere before but like I re- like I was wearing in our apartment with the windows open with the leaves changing the whole fall vibe drinking like a freaking pumpkin beer in a cashmere suit okay watching football like that's how extensive my vision was for Colorado okay. well I'll
1: even take it one step further I could smell it I could smell with the, the candle going candle going crisp air barbecue uh, like
0: Mimi LaRue snoring
1: yeah, I could, I could see it. Like, the yes. house was I chilly. I was in like a long sleeve.
0: Yes. Yes. Probably
1: Seminoles.
0: Yes. You know, I had
1: the whole thing. Like, I could smell the chicken on the grill, oh. like, uh, the, the crisp air. Oh. The sun was shining. OK.
0: Yeah. Excuse me while I go touch myself for a minute. <laughs> cool. That That's the, the vibe. OK. So we're just going to keep putting that out there. Um, it's still alive. So the process, you guys, Ugh. listen. This has. I'm getting been, a headache
1: just thinking about this.
0: I'm not even kidding. Like, you know, we try to always find the positive in everything because I think we people say everything always works out for us, and I think life is is smooth and because we we, we figure things out, and I think we take things as they come, and and um, you know there's always going to be challenges and and it's kind of like how do you deal with it right like we figure it out and we move on so things don't become like catastrophic like it's just like okay cool like we figure it out like we're a good team that we like work through things pretty quickly not that things don't happen to us we just kind of work through them right
1: 100%. well explained
0: thanks um but us the process of getting home has been one of the most frustrating overwhelming challenges like it it was hard like i'm like why the f i'm gonna say fuck is this so hard right now
1: (laughs) no i agree and i think you just said something and it sparked like it's not that things don't happen to us and i'll even say since we (coughs) since we left peru These chain of events that have gone on during this travel has been the hardest moments I have had in concession.
0: Uh Uh-huh. When it's been back-to-back challenges that we've never really experienced. Where it felt like it's been like one thing after another. And yeah, it's like we've had such an incredible time in so many different ways. But then in so many different ways, there's been such a chain of events of of things that have come up that we're just like, what the heck? Like, Like we're not
1: supposed to be here.
0: It's time to go. Yeah. But so, okay, we originally booked our flight home from, and we talked about this already on a podcast, about, like, how how we figured out the route to get home. So it was from South Korea back to the U.S. It was in September, September 8th. And I picked that day because it was the cheapest day. It was a good flight. And we thought, great. Like, we're going to travel till September 8th. And, like, we're going to fly home from there. And it was perfect. Those tickets were, like, 550 bucks, But then I added in um, insurance insurance to cover if we canceled or changed it or anything like that, which was $100 each. And then I also picked our seats, which ended up being another $100. So, at the end of the day, they ended up being, like, 750 or something, which... Is still <laughs> I know. At the time I'm like, okay, like seven fifty is fine. And now I'm like, Oh my that's so cheap. Isn't right? that
1: funny? I was thinking about this because it's almost like what I feel with housing in United like United States, right? Like when we came out of Florida we were like, oh, my God, like 1600 We could never afford that. Like, let us find a 1600 a month housing now. Oh, my gosh, Like, we're wait. living high on the horse. Oh, like, yeah. So it's funny in retrospect, right? I would think a 750 flight is so expensive. But from what we were just dealing with, oh. if I found $750, i am running down the, the street of Abood yelling and screaming that, like, we just found the deal of a lifetime.
0: Uh, yeah, 100%. Which I'll say in normal times... Um, $700 is pretty standard for a flight from the U.S. to Southeast Asia. Because this is our second time here. And the first time we flew to Bali, it was $700. Like, it's pretty standard. Like, that's a great deal. It's the fact that right now, the airlines are crazy. Everything Gas is braces. way more expensive. And honestly, after this experience, I've said, like, if you do not have to travel on an airplane right now, don't because it is freaking mayhem.
1: Well, not only that, not only the prices are crazy, but <clears throat> the amount of lost luggage is insane. Mm-hmm. The amount of cancellations is insane. The amount of redirects is insane. Like, it, it's just, or missing flights. Yeah, like, it's a delays.
0: wild time, man. It's yeah, just... they
1: can't handle it because everybody was like, ooh, COVID restrictions are down, go travel. Yeah. And it just, they can't handle
0: it. Yeah, it, it's insane, so. So we decided to come home early. We talked about that in the last episode. You can go back and listen to that if you want all the deets. But we're coming home early, um, which meant that we had to change the flight. And so we weren't as flexible with our dates and all of that because we now have a window of time that we want to get home, especially like, thanks. You're welcome. Aaron's giving me Cokes. So when I'm hungover, you know I'm hungover when I'm drinking Cokes. Well, Coke Zero. <laughs> this this
1: this episode is brought to you by Coke yeah. Zero. Do the
0: yeah. In a can. Yeah. If I ever am drinking a Coke Zero or a Diet Coke in the morning, it's because I'm hungover. Okay. Wow. Coke, if you're listening.
1: Well, on top of that, it's like these are those like little like international cans, and so it's like one sip. Oh my
0: God! They're literally one yeah. sip. It's ridiculous. All right. Go. Okay. So, um, especially with us trying to find these contracts you know we're on we're in, we have we don't have a huge window of time. We want to get home. We want to start the process of going through the motion like we know we're going to be taking a contract and we're ready to get there. We're ready to get settled and we know what lays ahead of us. It's like we got to get home. We have to go through the whole onboarding. We have to drive there. We have to get settled And It's a whole thing. So so we're ready to get that process started and we also want to start at the end of August, beginning of September. So we're, we we we're on a time well and here. I
1: also have to be there to mail off my CEUs.
0: Oh, well yeah, before 100%. the
1: end of August. Right, exactly. That has to happen.
0: Right. So, we, we the the key to finding a deal with a flight, the cheapest one is being flexible. Like if you can be super flexible with your dates, that is truly how you find a deal. When you are being specific, with when you want to go home and all of that it's it's you're you're obviously as we know like your options are going to be much limited that's why the ticket to on september 8th i chose september 8th because that was the best day the best flight right and that's such a random day and i'm like perfect this works because i was super flexible
1: totally and i think even on that like that works for healthcare traveling as well because you and i are being stringent about being like we want to go to colorado so it shrinks your options and make things a lot tougher instead of just being like I'm flexible on my start date I'm flexible on where I want to go we just want to work together yeah then it becomes super easy Yeah. like it literally does like you can put whatever words you want to put in there but I'm telling you after 10 years the more flexible you are the easier it is and nine times out of 10 we are extremely flexible
0: and that's actually a good point because I think that's why this was so challenging is because We were not flexible and also we weren't flexible with dates and we also weren't flexible with. um, So we we wanted to come. So we're coming home. We wanted to go to San Francisco um, because the the flights from Southeast Asia to San Francisco are cheaper. And then we could use our points from San Francisco to, to Orlando. So it made sense just to get a flight to San Francisco for this leg and. We wanted to go to San Francisco because, you know, we used to live there for a couple of years and we um for we had, three years. Was it three? three? I always say two. I don't three. I have no clue. But we stopped traveling and we were actually permanent at Stanford for a little bit. We loved it so much. And there is a path there that if you have followed us, you know what we're talking about. We've been obsessed with that it. it's this beautiful park. On the bay that is looks at SFO, you can watch the planes taking off. Like it's a whole vibe, and there's a hotel there that we I always dreamed of staying. And we used to go get a coffee from there and sit and watch the planes. And I was always like, I want to stay here. Well, it's the
1: Waterfront Marriott in Burlingame, so you could look it up just so you can get a mental picture of what we're talking about. Yeah,
0: it's like hashtag dream of mine to stay there. And so we are staying there. So we're basically flying to SFO. We're going to stay the night in this hotel and kind of have a vibe, go to one of our favorite places for lunch, um, go into the city, have kind of like a celebratory birthday for Aaron's birthday. And we're going to make like a little uh, overnight stay and kind of cut this trip in half too. And so we're we were being very specific with times because we didn't want to get into SFO.
1: At 10 p.m
0: at 10 p.m or late because then we couldn't enjoy the hotel it defeated the purpose so we were being very picky of wanting to get into sfo early so because of our pickiness our options were even more limited and that is the truth if we would have just been like we'll fly philippine air spend 40 hours on a flight, you know, with four stops, end up at SFO at freaking midnight, who cares, which is what we've done before. And we're like, you get the cheapest ticket. It is what it is. We were not having that. No, Uh, and
1: I think that's where it's funny because I don't think I've ever booked a flight except this brought to you by Coke. Um, I've never booked a flight until when we were in Peru in our relationship. And so now like I'm involved in this and I started noticing the patterns of like, Of course, everybody wants as less amount of stops as possible. Of course, everybody wants to get into San Francisco in the morning, not middle of the night. So, like, those flights are going to be more expensive. The better the flight, the more expensive. And we took a, what, 50-hour journey to get here to Bali. And honestly, like, we both looked at each other and we're like, we love airports, we love airplanes the more airplanes i can fly on within a journey the better because i do feel like it breaks it up a little bit and it's exciting i love exploring airports i think they're the coolest place in the world i get to eat like bad food and like it's just fun i get snacks and i don't know it's like i just feel like everything is like a smorgasbord of just like
0: it's fun it's fun it's an adventure you're kind of checked out from your normal life and you can just like be in the joy of like being in the travel bubble yeah everybody there
1: is going somewhere it's just like it's fun like I love the smells and everything right and so but I we looked at each other and we're like never again will we ever take this many hours to fly one one place I'm
0: glad that you brought that up because yes I was that was another factor too is typically we'll always book the cheapest flight and we're kind of like ah whatever it doesn't matter how long and you know i don't care about layovers we're just gonna go for it yeah whatever like it's the cheapest way and so from peru to uh bangkok we used our points to book that flight so it was free and when you do that you don't get as many options okay so that flight like you said i mean it it literally took us three days to get i'm not even kidding it was in it was like 50 plus hours it was crazy yeah
1: we slept in nap pods for like two days yeah
0: and we said, okay, we're kind of done with this. Like, if we have to pay more, it's worth it than to be spending, I mean, like you said, I'm, you're all I'm all about like the travel experience, but 50 hours, like it was just weird, it was too much. So we knew moving forward, like I'm not spending 50 hours getting home. I don't care if it's the cheapest flight. Let's no, that's not what I want. I want to have a nice experience getting home. Period. Okay. So We're starting the process. Oh, and and the other thing is that we have to preface here is that I booked that flight from South Korea to New York on Hopper. Fuck Hopper. Yeah. Hopper, if you're listening, I'm coming for you.
1: Thanks a lot, Hopper. God.
0: It's an app that we've talked about before. It's a, a flight predictor, which I've used it for to, it kind of will tell you, hey, like this is the best price you're going to find book now or it will tell you um, wait a week wait a week flight it's going to drop so i've used it for that
1: well i even will say i do love the fact that they're like this is the lowest price you're going to see for like days just months yeah book it
0: exactly which
1: now i think it's a scam
0: a hundred yeah and so i booked through them directly which i hadn't done before I've, oh, really? I've never I've I always use Hopper to look for flights, but I've actually never you I've never booked through them. So it's
1: kind of like job boards.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's your flight
1: job boards because you kind
0: of get a lay of the land, and then I'll always go on like Expedia or Skyscanner or, or something like that. To the yeah, and then you kind of find the flight that way. But I always get a lay of the land, and so anyways i booked through them and like i said i added uh extra hundred dollars per ticket to have a change of flight or cancellation and i added that on so when i knew that we were going to be rerouting home i reached out to hopper support and i said um we have to change our flight can i cancel it how do i do it like basically i was like Do I cancel it in the app and then I can get the credit and just rebook? Like, how does this work? And and the Hopper support, this is all through the app, right? You're not talking to anybody on the phone. They said, yes, cancel the flight and you will get your credit and you can just rebook. It's super simple, whatever. So I did it and they said that the credit will appear 24 to 48 hours later. So I waited a day and I still like wasn't getting the credit and I couldn't book. And I'm like, what the heck? So I finally reached out again. I said, Hey, like, I need to rebook this flight. Where's my credit? What's going on? And they said, Oh, sorry, you canceled it. So therefore, like, no, you don't get anything. Right. And I
1: will say getting into this story, I just thought of this. The one thing that I think Hopper does better than anybody I've ever seen is they send you via email a transcript of your conversation, which is genius on the consumer part of things.
0: Well, yeah, everything's documented.
1: Documented, which mm-hmm. is great on their business that they're willing to be that transparent because then it becomes he said, she said, right. If you know what I'm saying? And they could have easily <laughs> held with their policy and said, sorry, you canceled it. And then you would have had nothing to turn to.
0: Right, so that's what I said is, so when I got that, I said, uh, absolutely not. I paid extra. Basically, I paid extra to have a change fee, not a cancellation fee. That was the, the the miscommunication there. Okay, so I could have just changed my flight, which is all I ever wanted to do. So they said, you canceled it. You don't, you know, you didn't get anything, that, whatever. And I said, I sent them the screenshot, circled, of how I was speaking to a Hopper team member and I confirmed and made sure if I cancel it just to confirm, I will be able to rebook with a credit. And they said, yes, absolutely. This is how you cancel. You will get your credit. Go ahead. Blah, 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 blah. And, and so because of that, again, I'm. this is a long story short. This went back and forth for days. Oh, it did. Because then they kept passing me off to other people. And then they were like, sorry, we're going to have to look into this. And I said, listen, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like no. Like, I paid extra for this. You, Hopper team advised me to cancel, told me I'd get the credit. I never would have done that. I would have just changed the flight because that is what I paid for. But they did not tell me to change the flight. They told me to cancel it. So this is on you. So whoever needs to fix this. Fix it, But I want my money, period. Like, I was livid. I'm like, this is insanity that we're even having this conversation. And while we're having this conversation, flight prices are going up. And flights that I wanted to book are now gone. This is insane. Like, I was pissed. This went on for days and days. And finally, one of the management people said, we will give you the credit applied to your account. So now I have the credit which was a $1,200 credit um, on my Hopper account that I could go and rebook now through the app.
1: I think that's the first time I've ever seen Angry Goose come out.
0: <laughs> I'm Maverick, you're Goose.
1: No, it doesn't work it's, that way. It's
0: a debate now, Aaron and I are in. it.
1: I drive all of the vehicles, I drive all the scooters, I am Maverick, you are Goose. We were. I'm really looking forward to getting home and watching the new Top Gun.
0: Yeah, we were talking about truffle popcorn and Top Gun last night. Yeah. Okay, I'll be your goose. That's fair. Yeah,
1: because you ride shotgun and you you look out for things I got your back. You're very goose in the beginning of Top Gun. Okay.
0: Because we all know what happened, yeah. Poor goose. Okay. So yeah, so I I finally get the credit, again, we're talking days later, of this was so consuming. Yeah. Because you can't just get on the phone with them. Everything is dealt done like through this like messenger app thing, and it's just and we're on different time zones. So by the time I would wake up and get, it was just such a time consuming process. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, we spent what eight hours at a cafe. You were working on this, then you came mm-hmm. home and was working on it. Then you were like, all right, I'll just wake up tomorrow morning and figure this out. Then it was literally 11:30 p.m. Honestly, I think the people that own this villa and the the other villa occupants think that this is an insane asylum oh in God. Abood because there was so much screaming and yelling and, and cursing yeah. and punching and just screaming.
0: Okay, well, let's we have to, to get into why. Okay, yeah. so we finally get the credit. Okay, great. This is going to be easy. We yeah, say. Yeah, piece of cake. We're going to book the flight done and done. Okay, so we get on the Hopper app. Now, granted, we only have the credit through Hopper, so we have to use that through Hopper to uh-huh. now book. It's not like we can just get on any site and book. So we get back on Hopper. We're looking at flights. And flight costs have gone up. So we're like, okay.
1: Tremendously.
0: Tremendously, yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking... The cheapest flights were, like, over $1,000, even, for economy. No,
1: the cheapest flights were, like, $1,600. No, no, no,
0: no, no, not at first. Okay. Not on Hopper. Okay. Like, we had found some that were, like, $1,000. Yeah, yeah, And we were, like, okay, like, there was one that we found that was, like, premium economy for $1,000. And we were, like, yes, like, this is great. So, we knew... At first, okay, we're gonna have to pay more, but it's not the end of the world. Right. It is not so much is. more. We want to go home early, and it, this is part of the process now. So we start looking at flights, and we're like, okay, cool. Like, let's just pick this one and go. And where the screaming starts to come in is that we go to we go through the whole process. We get the flight, you know, we we pick our seats, we do all the things. We get to the very end, and and then it says, oh. Sorry, the, the flight, the airline just raised this $1,000. So now it's a $2,200 flight or $2,000 flight. Like at the very last second. Yeah. So we're like, so the first time that happened, we're like, oh shit, that sucks. Like, man, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. Go back to the drawing board. Find a new flight. Okay, great. Go through the entire process again, and it says, oh sorry okay and hold on let me paint the picture because when it once you go through the whole process and you like swipe to like finally make your purchase and confirm a little sad bunny pops up with hopper get it yeah with ears that are like folded over with a sad face and it goes oh sorry you you've lost your seats or oh sorry the there's flight's no, gone up the
1: the flights have gone up or there's no more seats for two travelers edit your search yes. or search again yes oh. so
0: so that freaking bunny well right and I'll hold talk- on let me finish so go. let me finish this because this is I'm, I'm building it up here okay all right so, angry goose so so we would get the sad bunny so we got the sad bunny the second time and it said oh sorry like there's no seats left. So again, we're like, what the heck? Like, this sucks. Like, all right, let's go back to the drawing board. Find a new flight. Okay, great. We find another flight. Go through the whole process. And then at the very end, we're like, okay, finally. Then again, prices keep going up. So now we're at $1,200. Now we're at $1,400. Now we're at $1,500. And we're starting to kind of get pissed because we're like, holy shit, like, this is getting way more expensive than we thought. So we finally find the, you know, $1,500 flight and we go to the very end. Sad bunny pops up and says, "Sorry, you have to you have to book directly through the airline."
1: Hopper cannot accept your payment, and so then I thought it was the credit card. So now I call the credit card company because I'm booking an American Airlines flight through the American Airlines like credit card to pay the difference on top of the credit. So now you've known, and I want to say what I was gonna say back on what you were saying. We've already selected two travelers. So, when you go through the entire process, they already know this is for two travelers. So, then you get all the way to the end and it says there's no seats available. Right. Or it goes up $1,500 per person for the same flight that you've already booked. Like, that's where I'm like, this is a bait and switch app. It is ridiculous. And why would they make you go through that whole process? And then, like we said, flights are like healthcare travel jobs right now. They're turning over quickly and they're filling up and so if you waste all of that time you just missed out on 10 other flights that were like perfect
0: well right and it even said it would tell you like there's six seats left yep. there's five seats left right so it would tell you how many seats were left and so we're like okay cool like let's do this and then by the time you get to the end it says oh there's no seats left <laughs> yeah and it, okay if that happens once or twice or something you're like damn like that's crazy I'm not kidding. When we did twenty five plus flights and it was either
1: Oh, you did twenty five I, I did at least thirty-five. Yeah,
0: like right. So probably between the two of us over the last couple of days. Again, this has been flights. days, days, days of trying to find a fucking flight. And at the end of every single one there was always something. It was always something. The there's no flights or there's no seats. There's no this. Well we didn't no finish. That. And they said that
1: Hopper cannot accept it. So now I'm spending time in Bali trying to get customer service for our credit card, who then that takes up however much time waiting on hold for them to tell me, no, it's not on our end. It's on Hopper's end. And then so I'm like, okay. so then we look at Hopper. So then Kim's writing them and saying like, hey, like what's going on? Why can't we book this flight with our credit? I don't understand why you're not accepting. They're like, sorry, the airline's not accepting your payment through this app. So you have to book directly through the airlines. And we're like, but our credit is through you. I
0: know. It's like, it was like, and then they have, send like a smiley face emoji. And I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I am want to hurt you. And if I see a bunny in the wild, <laughs> I might strangle it. Like, I can't. Because because then also why things are processing or waiting, there's a little bunny that's hopping across the screen. Oh, yeah. Excited. And it looks very happy. Yeah. And we were like the the screaming because we get so close like okay i feel like this is going to be it and then the the sad bunny would come up and we'd literally be "Ah!" well
1: and and i think too like there's times where like i would be in the other room and kim would be like i'm done for the night i'm not looking at this i'll deal with it in the morning And then I come flying in the room, and I'm like, okay, I got a flight. It's a perfect flight. It's literally business class for the same price. Like, should I do this? Like, it's insane. I cannot believe that I found business class for $1,600. This is what the regular economy was. Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And she's like, ah, yeah, do it. Like, whatever. So then I would swipe it, and then the bunny would hop, and then, oh, sorry, no more seats on this (laughs) flight. Literally, it was... It was a psychosocial experiment. I thought like Stanford, Yale, Emory, all of them had cameras in here and were watching like, let's see how far they can go before they explode.
0: Like our eyes were beat red. Our hair was like sticking straight up. We hadn't ate in days because we were so stressed out. And you're up till like one in the morning. I'm literally in bed in my tent, which or my fort I call it, where I'm like reading when I'm in my fort. It's like, I'm done for the day. Don't talk to me I'm leave me alone. And that, and Aaron kept coming in and like you know trying to get into my fort to tell me about these different flights. I'm like, bro, it's one o'clock in the morning. I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. And he's like, I know. Like literally, like you were you were fucking crazy. You're yeah. like, I know, but I feel like I feel like this could be it the was, one. I feel like this could be the one. It
1: was definitely cocaine. Oh my god,
0: it, it was like crackish. We were, we were in so deep. We were in so deep. Well, I will we're say. Like, give it one more try okay one more try and then we get the sad bunny so i
1: think what's crazy is like we had planned on going to ho chi minh city for my birthday and so then it was like okay we'll be in ho chi minh but like we could let's do flights from bangkok to san francisco let's do flights from bali to san francisco let's see because we could always fly back from ho chi minh or fly to bangkok and then we'll figure out that way so we were not only handling Bali to SF we were handling Ho Chi Minh to SF and then Bangkok yeah. to SF and then Ho Chi Minh to Bangkok I'm like,
0: exhausted I'm literally exhausted yeah. just thinking about the this.
1: amount of time if we put like an hourly wage of our time
0: oh we would be millionaires like, right. literally, we'd be freaking millionaires. Which we wouldn't even need to take a contract.
1: There's so much I want to get to for this. Okay. But like so, so
0: long, like, long story long, what we ended up doing after all of that was just absolute chaos. And again, mind you, we went from paying, you know, $600 for a ticket, which ended up being, like, closer to, like, 750 whatever it was, because of the insurance and that. But, like, originally, that was the ticket price six hundred dollars to now we're saying well sixteen hundred that's a good deal like crazy just the amount of just because we're deciding to come home early we're paying thousands of dollars more to get home yep which is crazy so we finally end up being like listen i think the best thing to do is because we're gonna murder hopper let's keep our credit
1: Thanks to Sharon, our business coach. Yeah, we had a meeting with her, and she's like, "Why don't you guys just save the credit? Because you guys are travelers, you're gonna travel. Why don't you just save the credit for another time and just book directly through the airlines?" And we we're like, "Oh yeah,
0: I know." But I I actually had thought of that, but then I was like, "I don't want to lose out on that $1,200." I mean, that's a lot of money just to be yeah. like dishing out. On and now we're gonna pay for you know more, and so uh, but that so we ended up after talking to her, we're like, okay. The credit's good for six months maybe if we book out later like we can figure this out i don't know what's going on with the app but it needs a timeout yeah right we're done so we had the credit so now we're like okay oh and that was the other thing is i so the night aaron was up till 1 a.m going crazy i was like put your freaking phone down We'll revisit tomorrow, and no matter what, we will make a decision tomorrow. Like, no matter what, we're going to figure this out. I don't care what it ends up looking like. We're going to figure it out tomorrow. Let's go to bed.
1: And let me paint the picture of this. So we also said um, we also said that, okay, let's put the phone down. That's how she got me. She's like, come to bed. And I was like, okay, cool. So then she's like, we'll figure it out in the morning. But we also said we're going to record a couple podcasts. We're gonna go over our website. We'll talk to our business coach. We had all these plans because we're like, we'll just wake up and whatever flights are there, we'll make the decision, we'll set it in stone, and we will actually, it, it, it won't take us that long. And I, and I think that's like the whole part that is like setting the tone for yesterday. Oh yeah, we're
0: like, oh, easy peasy. An hour, bang it out. We'll we get yeah, this make done. Make a
1: decision and move on.
0: Yeah, so. I get up first and I like have my morning I do my thing and then I say okay I'm gonna start you were still in bed I was like I'm gonna start the process I'll kind of get a lay of the land and then I'll and then I'll just like tell you what our options are and then we can just pick them so I got my notebook out and I was looking like Hopper because um, again on Hopper we were gonna end up having to pay like $2,500 on top of the 1,200 credit so it was like 3,500 something plus. 3,600. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, that's crazy. So then I'm like looking on Expedia, I'm looking on Skyscanner, and I'm like, okay, like really? Flights now are closer to $2,000. A piece. A piece. And, you know, even, again, we wanted to get into SFO earlier, so we were looking at different flights. Like, I think the cheapest one we could have bought, if we didn't, if we didn't care about times, if we didn't care about four stops or fifty hours of travel, right? If we were just like whatever, they were like a thousand dollars, maybe twelve hundred, right? For the for a shitty flight. Oh, yeah. Even thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, like
1: on a rust bucket airlines.
0: Yeah. On like Filipina Air, like East, East I China, I don't Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know.
1: East China Air is actually nice. We've we flown flew that. that. Yeah. They were like or the like, nicest staff. Yeah. There was a lot of room. In economy as well.
0: In Eva Air, like all of those, like um, Asian airlines that we've flown, but again, like shitty flights, shitty times, still very expensive. Still talking about fourteen hundred dollars, where originally our ticket that was six hundred was like South Korea to San Francisco nonstop. Like it right. was such a great flight, right? So we're like, how did we get here? Like this is insane. Well, number
1: one, there's not too many stops in between South Korea and San Francisco. Honolulu Honolulu. we've seen Seattle LAX okay yeah Yeah. I I get it okay so
0: anyway so I'm like this is what we're working with we're gonna end up paying you know close to $3,000 plus you have to remember the $1,200 credit okay that we've already spent like we've all that money's gone basically right so I started to look at everything and I'm going through it I'm like okay like these are the options so I ended up getting on United, which, you know, we're United cardholders, Explorer cardholders. That's where we use a lot of our points to get free flights, whatever. So I was like, let me see what's going on on the actual United app now that we're not using Hopper.
1: Well, and mind you, United lost our luggage and sent it to Florida. So there's a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth with that. Yeah, too. but that was
0: Lufthansa.
1: Well, United was the ones that had our bags to start and didn't send them to the right spot. That's Lufanza true. Lufonzo was tracking it to try to get it to us.
0: Right. Well, on the bright side, I'm happy they didn't lose it. And Correct. when I get home to Florida, my bag's going to be yeah, waiting. That's like Christmas. I know. I'm so excited. I know. I'm
1: excited to see what's in. It's like a time capsule. I know.
0: I'm like, what's in I here? Know. Like, so many treats. There's like... Uh, protein bars and Excedrin. Like, what did
1: I put in there? I know. know. It it is. It's a time capsule. It
0: is. It's going to be fun. So they did send it back there. So um, I'm looking on the app and I saw that on August 8th. Now, again, we were planning on coming home on the 13th of August because the original plan was to go to Vietnam and spend a couple of days in Ho Chi Minh City doing a food tour and all of that for Aaron's birthday. That was kind of what we were going to do. We were flying home from then, from there. So we were kind of on this August 13th date and then we were like, okay, the 14th, the 15th, the The 16th, the 17th. We we kept opening it up. We're like, we can be a little bit flexible here. Like what else is, even the 12th. Worst
1: case scenario, we stay in Ho Chi Minh for a couple more days. Right, yeah.
0: And so, and that being said, like we are obviously very excited to go to Vietnam it's a place we've always wanted to go it was fun to celebrate Aaron's birthday and all of that but we're also at a point you know like we had talked about I think on last week's episode that like we're ready to come home like you know I we love traveling but we're also just like you know going to Vietnam is this whole experience that we were so excited about and we're both feeling tired we're feeling run down we know we have this gauntlet ahead of us of getting ready for these contracts so we're like gosh like we're just ready to go home. But I had everything booked in Ho Chi Minh already. We had a flight to Ho Chi Minh. So we that's why we kept kind of playing with those dates. So like, we'll just go, it will be fun and then we'll go home. Okay. So then I saw on August 8th, so that would be before like we we wouldn't be able to go to Ho Chi Minh. Well,
1: mind you, we were planning on flying out to Ho Chi Minh in August on August 10th, which we still had plans here in Bali. To rent a van to go to uluwatu to do all the things that we were going to do because we had time to do that as well right in that in those three to four days that now you're looking at august 8th
0: right right so at first i was like so the thing with united too is it's called like uh the saver awards because we have the card so you can look at different dates and see there's different deals. So like, that's how we got our business class flight from New York to Rome for free, because it was like one of these business savers where it was like so cheap that you're like, Oh my gosh. Right? So you can look through the dates and you can see what business savers they're offering on specific dates. So if we were going to fly business class on United, you know, it's $4,000, $4,500, $5,000, $6,000. Yeah. Per ticket. When you're saying that it's per ticket. Right. Per ticket, which is crazy. But when you find these saver awards you can get them for so much cheaper but they're very specific with the dates and all of that so i find on august 8th there is a business class ticket polaris business which is we've always wanted to fly polaris which is what we thought we were doing in rome but it ended up not being
1: polaris. in lufthansa. <sighs> Screw lufthansa. Lufthansa.
0: lufthansa so and it was 2200 dollars a person okay on august 8th and i'm like well, normally, I'd be like, I'm not paying $2,200. No, no. Like, that's freaking crazy. Like, absolutely not. But it was the same price as the economy flights. Like, it was the same price of what we were going to have to pay to get home a little bit more. Like, a little bit more, right? Yes. So, like...
1: You're basically saying that you're paying four to $600 extra to fly business.
0: To fly business class in Polaris in a very good flight that was... Um,
1: to Tokyo from Bangkok, Tokyo to SFO direct.
0: And we get into San Francisco at 10.30 a.m., which is what we wanted. So it was a really great flight instead of the four stops and the all the craziness for the same price. Well, and mind
1: you, the four stops were also like you go to uh, Tokyo and you have an hour and a half layover, which there is no room for air there.
0: Well, right. And then like... And then... You go to Taiwan for 16 hours. Then you go to to Seattle
1: for 14.
0: Yeah. And we're just like, oh my, like, no. Yeah. So I saw that. So, okay. So I write down all the options. Aaron gets up. I go over the options with him. Because I'm like, the cheapest we're getting out of this is like $3,500. Like, that is what it is. I have scoured the internet. I have gone through every possibility that could work for us. This is what it is. Crazy AF that we're even talking about spending this much money to get home. But this is where we're at. This is this is where we're at because we want to go home early. Here we go. And so I broke it all down and then I got to the eight eight and I said, okay, so what are your thoughts on not going to Ho Chi Minh because we're by oh, and that was the other way I kind of like made up the difference in the price. I was like, if we don't go to Ho Chi Minh, we're going to save money. On the hotel, on the food tour, on all the food, on the flight there, everything. We're going to save that so it kind of really makes up the difference. Mm -hmm. And so I presented that option. And as soon as I said business class, the bougie ass mofo that you are, (laughs) you were like, yeah, let's do it. And there we are. It was
1: just like, it was such a good flight. And then... With all of this going on, and then the excitement of the possibility of the Colorado job, which I felt was locked in, and then being feeling a little tired and feeling like (coughs) I'm kind of the excitement of being in another country has worn off a little bit. The thought of spending my 40th birthday with family and friends, and being able to go to the restaurants that I love, and having like a day in the US sounded way better than anything and I get to fly bougie home
0: yeah yeah and which is like a hundred percent your vibe and birthday present is like the bougie we're taking the bougiest tour home oh but, my god but what I wanted to say real quick before is that going home like Vietnam isn't going anywhere and I think no. that was kind of the point of the real realization of like let don't force something just to force something because we feel like we should, right? Because it's there. Also, it's it's monsoon season in Vietnam, so it's kind of like, eh, it's not really the best time, but we're right here, let's go anyways. And so I felt kind of like we were forcing it where it's not going anywhere. Well, on top of so, that,
1: we wanted to do hikes and stuff, and you don't even have hiking shoes or like exactly. stuff like that. So it's like we were only limited to certain events that we really want to be able to dive into Vietnam when we go.
0: Exactly. And like be excited and have the be able to yeah be able to do everything that we want to do in Vietnam and, and spend a whole month there and just go through the whole country like it's it's been a dream of ours a bucket list place for us and I don't want to do it when I'm already feeling over it like what's the point and so after really talking that out we were like okay yeah hundred percent and like again it's all about the contrast and the you know like if we were home for so long We'd be like, let's go do something adventurous. Let's go here. Let's go there. But then, you know, we've we've been adventurous for four months. So now we're like, all I wanna do is like hang out with Nana and Papa and like grill at, and, and listen said, to music. I wanna, I wanna
1: go home and like hug my mom. Hug my mom and see Mimi and then spend time with my ninety two year old grandparents.
0: Right. <laughs> like the complete opposite uh-huh. of what we thought. And um but yeah, like it just felt it felt right. And so the bougie tour home.
1: Oh, my God. If this isn't, like, it's so funny because Should we talk about this? Yeah, we we're, we're, were, I thought like, we were going to
0: talk about it on your birthday episode. No,
1: we are like... Because we can just run through this real quick. Like, we were laying in bed, and Kim was like, I don't know when you turned me so bougie.
0: You've bu- bougie-fied me.
1: So, anyway, here's the deal. Because Wait, we, let me say... Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, because I... Okay, I'm obviously, over time, I think you just kind of, like... Thing Like, you can be scrappy, and you could like, we stay in some gnarly places, like, you know, I have no issue going to the bathroom in the craziest places that are just disgusting, and there's squatters, and there's poop everywhere, and it's just kind of like, you get used to it, and you got to do what you got to do. Like, right. I'm used to that, where there's a lot of people who are already very, like, bougie of, like, oh, I would never do that, I can't go if to the bathroom. If it's not
1: five stars, I'm not going. Yeah,
0: you're like, okay, whatever, and, like, I've always felt, too, that, you know, if I go travel somewhere, I don't want to stay in a fancy hotel. I want to be like with the locals and like have those kinds of like just different experiences. And also like I'm all about saving money where even when we do like a cross country road trip, I was always like, let's just stay in a motel six. Who cares? We're here for five hours to sleep and then we're on the road again. So who freaking cares? And you were always like wanting to stay in the nicer hotels and, and I'm like, who cares? So I've always kind of been more of the, like, I, I don't care kind of person. Like, as far as needing somewhere nice. I'm just like, if it gets the job done and it's clean, which Motel 6 is. Well, can fun. we can
1: I cross-examine the witness here? Sure. I, I mean, I feel like, number one, like, I love being off the grid. And one, like, this whole experience of, like, Peru hiking the Inca Trail twice. Like, l- wearing the same clothes you know everything fits in a duffel bag like that really changed me and i've always been to where i want to like get off the grid and adventure but i've always said like when the time comes i want to know that like after that i have like a nice spot and when we're on road trips there is nothing more refreshing to me one i just love nice hotels i love hotels with good breakfasts Like, I like being, like, where my money is, like, I'm spending it, and I know my bed is comfortable, and the room is cold. And there's
0: not bed bugs.
1: And there's not bed bugs, and usually it's not, like, loud riffraff, like, throwing parties in other rooms. Oh, God, yeah. nicer hotels. That's, like, what you're getting. And so, I always know that I can roll out of bed. There's coffee, and there's a nice breakfast, and then I feel refreshed for the next day.
0: A hundred percent. That's what
1: my mentality is. But I also like to live rough as well and no. like, push myself and get off the grid.
0: No, 100%. Like Out of the two of us, you're definitely more of the bougie one. But <laughs> I agree that I I love both. Like the contrast of being, like you said, out on the Inca Trail and being dirty and like being in the mountains and sleeping in a tent. But then going to a very comfortable place to have a hot shower and you're clean and you're cozy and all of that. And like, you're being taken care of. And you're being taken care of a hundred percent. It's it's a nice it's a nice contrast. Totally. But now I think as I've gotten older, and I think as we've traveled more, I am at a place now where I'm more of like the the comfort, the you know, uh, I don't I'm not staying at a Motel Six anymore. You know, we can spring for the holiday in like you know like I you've rubbed off on me in that way, and I think I've also just kind of I. I'm kind of craving that more,
1: but we're also like I want to say like too. 40. We're like forty, right? We're well, gr- one of us
0: is. We're grown
1: ups now, and I also believe that you and I have put ourselves on a path financially that that's not a huge expenditure to stay in a moderately nice hotel. Now we're not talking like we have to stay at the Four Seasons every time, like, exactly. So anyway, okay.
0: So, um, yeah, so our bougie tour home, because now I'm a bougie bitch, and Aaron's always been a bougie bitch. <laughs> so we are, because we have to fly home from, Ban- to Bangkok, from Bangkok, so we have to fly from Bali to Bangkok, and so we're doing that. And then we used our points to stay at the Hilton.
1: Okay, so yeah, we have a Hilton card, and I realized we've never used it, I and know. we had all those introductory points, yep. and we've only used it to stay in Hilton's on the road trips so we had we had like a good amount of points and so i realized in bangkok because it's cheaper there that we're literally staying at the millennium hilton which is like a 60 story modern hotel hilton four or five stars and it has like a rooftop deck and an executive on lounge on the river like we get access to the executive lounge i booked the executive of course King suite did. Of course because did. I literally could book that for a night and still had tons of points left.
0: Yeah. Which is funny because a, this place is going to be amazing AF and I would, okay. So I would never stay here if it was our first time in Bangkok, Never, right? Because you're going to have a completely different experience there. Like we want to go and just chill and relax and like be in a clean place, because like, as we talked about before, we love our villa, but like it's it's very dirty. There's bugs everywhere, you know, whatever. So like just to be in a clean environment, a hot shower, because we don't have a lot of hot water here, like all of that, like just relax where we've already been to Bangkok twice. So we've stayed there and, and have really experienced all the things that we want to experience in Bangkok so we can check that box. Where now we're literally only going there because our flight leaves from there. So we're like killing time, basically, to get our flight to go home. So it's a completely different experience. And this hotel, I mean, I don't think I've ever stayed in a hotel this nice in my life. No. Like, I'm so excited. And I will say this too. We are, we play things safe. I was going to say that. Okay. I'm
1: glad you went there.
0: We play things safe. So we're not, in, in a sense of, when it comes to like traveling and stuff, like we're people who show up early to the airport. We're people that if we're in the lounge, and, and Aaron's very strict about this, like if we're in the lounge and, you know, our flight's going to be boarding in 30 minutes, he wants to go ahead and get going, you know, where I'm like, no, like let's wait a couple more minutes. Let's have like, another drink. Let's have another drink. Let's hang out. Like, let's get a bite, you know? But- we don't I don't like to feel rushed I would rather get to the airport hours early and have my coffee and just relax and listen to a podcast I don't like the feeling of possibly missing things like we've just never traveled like that we uh. like to be early we like to give ourselves time and that's just how we do things and it feels really good so our flight to from Bangkok to SFO leaves on Monday Okay, at midnight on Monday, so Tuesday morning. So
1: technically the 9th of August.
0: Basically, yeah. So we we, we found a flight from Bali to Bangkok that would get us into a di- a different airport in Thailand, in Bangkok at 7 p.m. that we would then have to take a taxi over to the other airport to make this flight, which honestly we could have probably But you done. also,
1: we could have done, but you got to think you're coming from Bali, so you have to go through customs, you have to get your bags, which is usually like an hour process.
0: Exactly. And
1: if you're if you're lucky.
0: Right. And I think that we could have done it. It would have been cutting it close, but I think we could have absolutely done it. But and then there was also another flight that was more expensive, but it got us in at four, which would give us plenty of time. But the thought was these flights are not connected at all. Like our flight to SFO and our flight to uh, Bangkok. So in the event anything were to happen. So. There's weather in Bali, we can't leave, or the flight gets canceled, or there's some kind of a delay, or there's crazy traffic in Bangkok and they've closed the roads, or whatever. And we don't make it to the airport to make that flight. Our business class flight, our almost $5,000 flight, is just gone. It's just gone. And so we're like, do we really want to gamble that? Right. Is that freaking smart?
1: And that's what I that's no. what I said. We even had to do the behind the back, like draw, like, what do we feel? Because Kim's like, are we spending more money now booking a hotel and all these kind of things and staying in Bangkok and like the food and the, you know, whatever. But I'm like, yeah, you missed that flight. What also isn't connected is our flight from SFO to Orlando, mm-hmm. which we would miss as well as a, what do you call it? The dominoes fell. Yeah. So... <clears throat> We have to make this flight from Bangkok to SFO right without any like no like nothing. Now right. granted things can happen. yes, but like we're not gonna make it be because we cut it so close.
0: Exactly to it's save just, a few
1: extra bucks. It's
0: just not worth it in the grand scheme of things. So we're like, okay, let's let's do this. Let's so originally I was gonna book the flight for Sunday to Bangkok. We would stay overnight and then we would go to the airport on Monday. But um, the flight, for whatever reason, was like $800 for both of us. I'm like, this is insane. But on Saturday, it was like $300. So I was like, okay, because we can stay in this hotel for free, again, because we're not like buying another night in a hotel because then you're like, okay, well, you're paying for a hotel, doesn't it just kind of cancel each other out? We're getting to stay in this hotel for free because of our points. So, let's tack on another day at the Hilton. We'll go in on Saturday. Plus, we're kind of ready to leave our villa anyways. And and we're, we're just ready to, like, get into the process, right? And so, we're like, I'll book the flight on Saturday for 300 bucks, And then, we'll stay for two nights. And then, we leave on Monday. Yep. And we fly business class to SFO. All the way. All the freaking way, Daddy. And from... So we fly to Tokyo, which I, we have eight hours in Tokyo. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so exciting because we can leave and go get sushi and come back. But then we just learned that Japan is still not letting independent travelers in because of COVID, which I'm like, come the fuck on, I bro. Know. So anyways. Oh, and the we would get Polaris lounge access because we're flying Polaris. But it says they that the lounges it. are closed because of COVID. I'm like, that's the dumbest. So we could all sit in the terminal together, but we can't. Sit in the lounge? Like, that That stuff drives me crazy because there's no sense to it. It doesn't
1: make sense.
0: So anyways, then we fly to SFO and we're staying one night at that fancy hotel that I always dreamed of staying in with points. Oh, in Yep. Correct. And we'll, like, play there and have fun in one of our favorite places in the world. And then the next day we fly home. Overnight, actually on Aaron's birthday.
1: Yep. So my 40th birthday at 7.30 a.m. will roll into Orlando. Yep. Which is really cool. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. And especially to have that time in SFO to literally fly 16 hours home in business class. Like,
0: um, I to like stay in the hotel in plan.
1: Bangkok. The only weird thing is, as we're sitting here now, one, this podcast will come out when we're in the air.
0: Yeah,
1: like, literally, like, flying home. Yep. And literally right now, where we're recording this, this is our last day in our villa, which we thought we had till the 10th. I
0: know. we're leaving.
1: So we thought we had seven more days here. Now we leave tomorrow.
0: We were supposed to rent a van tomorrow. Yeah!
1: <laughs> Did you cancel that? Yeah. Okay.
0: Sad. But, you know, again, Bali's not going anywhere, and... I want to come back like that's the beauty of what we do like I'm never this is never our last time in Southeast Asia. And so, when the airlines calm down and flights get back to normal, and gas prices go down, and all of that, at some point, we're going to come back, and we're going to do Vietnam, and we'll go to South Korea, and we'll go to Japan, and finally get freaking. Well, tishy. we will, and
1: we're going to do this whole thing because I have to step foot into Australia because I need that sixth continent.
0: Yeah, uh, so exactly. We're
1: going to be in this area.
0: Exactly. So, and we want to do it when we're refreshed and ready to go. So. That is where we're at. We're having the bougiest journey home. I am so happy about it. I am so excited just to like live my best bougie life and have people take care of me. and
1: Like people are talking 40th floor infinity pool overlooking the river with a like cocktails and snacks and like executive lounge. And and I love,
0: like I said, I love the fact that We've already explored Bangkok to its fullest. Like, I know we'll go out and we'll find some, like, different places to eat and all of that. And, like, you know, walk around. But for the most part, like, because of that, like, I'm so excited to just chill at the rooftop pool. And, you know, overlooking the city, which, again, I would never spend my time traveling in that type of environment, because that's not why you go to Bangkok to hang out in a pool. Like you go to like experience Bangkok and the crazy of it. Yep. But because we've done that, I'm like, I'm not leaving the pool. Um, I'm going to order room service, hang out in our executive suite room, and freaking relax.
1: Yep. And it's so crazy because it's like our hotel is known for like a rooftop sunset with oh, a yeah. panoramic view of, of yes. Bangkok. So which it's like, we don't have to leave. We don't have to get like a cab or you know rent a scooter nothing. or nothing like nothing. We're, we're just there i'm so excited i know me too so All right. anyway we will um we will talk next week um again we're in the air relaxing in our business class flight right now uh. um but definitely map your own path always stay safe, and we will see you next week
0: well and make sure to follow us on the gram oh,
1: on the gram to see it in, in real time in
0: real time yeah so follow us on the gram at kim and rg follow in real time and we'll see you guys over there